June greetings and welcome to the Asian American and Asian Research Institute's co-sponsored workshop with Rank the Vote NYC. I'm Anthony Wong, Program Coordinator for the Institute, and thank you for joining us to learn about Ranked Choice Voting with our presenter, Erica Fu, a CUNY alumni. The New York City primary election is coming up in just a few weeks on Tuesday, June 22nd, and there's a new method this year for choosing candidates. And so the Institute wanted to make sure that voters were informed about it before they headed to the polls. Erica Fu is the Queens organizer for Rank the Vote NYC a political and community organizer. Erica has worked on a number of political and issue campaigns in New York and Washington, DC. Her organizing experiences include working with the City University of New York, CUNY, advocacy organizations and community leaders around the 2020 census, voting rights, immigrant rights, and abortion access. She has also managed outreach campaigns with the goal of increasing BIPOC civic engagement and political participation. Please welcome Erica Fu. Thank you. I'm gonna share my screen. Okay, um, so yes, thank you everyone. Um, I'm Erica Fu, I'm one of the education organizers for Rank the Vote NYC. Really excited to talk to you all about the new voting system in New York. Um, so I would have dropped a link in the chat to a mock election, but it's okay. We will go through a sample election and we'll go through the results to see how ring choice voting works. And um, please save your questions until the end of the presentation. Okay, so here is a quick recap on the upcoming changes to our local elections. This is a timeline of how we got to ranked choice voting. I'm just going to briefly summarize. So basically in 2009, there was a very expensive and low turnout election. And this prompted a debate over the use of runoff elections. And Gail Brewer, who was the city council member at the time, she introduced the first ranked choice voting bill. After many hearings and studies, the Charter Revision Commission voted 14 to 1 to place ranked choice voting on the 2019 ballot. And if you may remember, we voted on this two years ago. It was question one, and it was whether we should implement this new voting system. And that amendment was passed by the voters with over 75% of the vote. And that's how we got here. And now we will be using ranked choice voting for the first time this year. So why are we even changing our voting system? So New York City has a very robust campaign finance system and there are uh, term limits for many of the elected offices. And this leads to a wealth of diverse candidates. And we see a lot of multi-candidate races, especially this year. We have a lot of candidates running for mayor and we have a lot of candidates running for city council. You may see in your city council district, there are more than five candidates running or more than 10 candidates running. And this is a good thing. We wanna see more diverse candidates run for office. However, the issue is that previously, our old voting system was based on a plurality, which means a candidate only needs to win the most votes, not a majority of the votes. So this oftentimes leads to vote splitting and a candidate can win with as little as 20% of the vote, which is not healthy for a democracy. And additionally, this plurality system leads to expensive runoff elections, which are costly and it uses taxpayer money. So what is changing? So starting this year, all local primary and special elections for city council, borough president, public advocate, comptroller, and mayor will be using ranked choice voting. So there are two very important takeaways to remember. The first is it is only these five local city offices that will be using ranked choice voting. 
So we won't be using ranked choice voting to vote for president, Senate, Congress, state offices, or district attorney. It's only the city offices. The second point is that ranked choice voting will only be used in primaries and special elections. So we won't be seeing ranked choice voting for the November general election. So what's changing is that instead of just choosing one candidate, we now have the option to rank up to five candidates. And by using ranked choice voting, it eliminates the plurality system that I mentioned before, because now in order for a candidate to win, the candidate needs to win a majority of the vote. And this actually eliminates runoff elections and it saves us taxpayer money. So here are just some very important election dates to take note of. Um, just a reminder, the election is June 22nd and we do have early voting. Uh, it starts June 12th. Um, unfortunately, the deadline to register to vote have already passed and today is actually the last day to change your address. So if you moved and you want to change your address, please do so today. You can do that online. Okay. So what is ranked choice voting? It is exactly what it sounds like. Voters rank candidates in order of their choice. So your first choice is the candidate you want to see in office. It's the person who aligns with your values. You probably donated, volunteered, you're going to do GOTV for them, and you have this candidate's campaign swag. Your second choice is your backup. So if your first choice candidate doesn't win or has to drop out of the race tomorrow, your second choice is your backup candidate. And fortunately, we also have three, four, and five, so we have even more options to rank our candidates and to have backups. Okay, so now I'm gonna play a video that explains more on how ranked choice voting works. Hi, I'm Mahir, and welcome to my bodega. As you may know, New York City has a new way to vote in special and primary elections. So, how does ranked choice voting work? The next time you vote in a city election, Instead of choosing just one candidate, you can rank them all from your first choice to your fifth. Here's how it works. Let's say my bodega is picking its featured snack of the month. So many choices! Which one should I feature? This customer ranks Parker Pretzels as her top favorite. She also ranks her second choice, Mr. Chips. Third choice, Chichi Chicharrones. Fourth choice, Gladys Gummies. And fifth choice, Poppy Popcorn. Other customers rank their choices as well. If Parker Pretzels is the favorite choice and wins more than 50% of all the first-ranked choices, then Parker Pretzels is the winner and is featured as the snack of the month. However, if no snack gets more than 50%, then the least popular snack is eliminated. Sorry, Figgy Bars. The remaining second-ranked choices from customers who chose Figgy Bars are redistributed. So if customers chose chips and chicharrones as second choices, then those two snacks receive additional votes. The new totals are counted and the process repeats until there's a winner of the final two. Congrats, Poppy Popcorn, you're the bodega snack favorite. Back in the real world, before it's time to vote for humans, visit rankthevotenyc.org for more information. Thank you, New York City, for voting and for making these special and primary elections your elections. So this is what your ballot will most likely look like. You can actually view a PDF of your sample ballot online using the poll site locator. It's called findmypollsite.vote.nyc. I'll also give Anthony all of the links um, in this presentation so that you can see um, your own sample ballot. So just 
example, this is my sample ballot in my district. So you see all only the local city races will have ranked choice voting. So you see mayor, all the mayoral candidates are listed here, public advocate, comptroller, and then the other side, borough president and city council. So only the local city offices will be using ranked choice voting. And down here you see judges, judges do not have ranked choice voting. So the one thing to, um, to take note of is that there are so many candidates running this year, so your ballot will be multiple pages. So be sure to check both sides of your ballot so you don't miss anything. And you can view the sample ballot online. So for this slide, let's look at the mock election results. So this is a sample ballot, I mean, a sample election right here. So in this election, um, we are voting on our favorite Asian noodle dish. We see that there are 10 candidates running, and in order for a candidate to win, you need to win a majority of the votes, so 337 votes. So if we look at the results, round one is essentially election day. So on election night, we see that no candidate has received a majority of the votes. So what needs to happen is the process of elimination and counting of the rounds. So how that works is the candidate with the least amount of votes, so beef noodle soup, this candidate will be eliminated. And the 24 voters who voted for beef noodle soup, we will look at their second choice rankings. And their second choice rankings will be transferred over in the next round. So we see that the votes have transferred over and some candidates have received more votes, but again, no candidate has received a majority of the votes. So we're gonna continue this process until a candidate receives a majority. And we see that Japanese ramen wins. Um, and I want to take um, note here, the bottom right-hand corner, you see 51 exhausted votes. What that means is there are only 51 voters in this election that didn't use all five rankings. And because they didn't use all five rankings, some of their candidates, all of their candidates were eliminated. So in other words, there is no next rank choice to transfer their vote to. So this ballot, their ballot is considered exhausted. Okay, so just to recap, if a candidate doesn't win 50% of the vote on election day, then we will do the counting of the rounds and the process of elimination, like I just showed in the sample ballot. But if a candidate does win 50% of the vote on election day, then that's it. We won't be doing all of these rounds, the process of elimination, that candidate will be declared the winner. Uh, but I want everyone to remember that because of a New York state law, absentee and affidavit ballots don't get counted until seven days after the election. And because we are still in a pandemic, we expect a higher than usual number of mail-in ballots. And we saw this last year with the presidential. It took a few weeks to, you know, for us to know who the official winners are. So once all of the mail-in ballots are counted, then the rounds of elimination can begin for ranked choice voting and then official, the official winner will be declared. So we're gonna have to be a little bit patient to, um, to know who our official winners are in some races. And, and with each round by round vote totals, the Board of Elections will release it to the general public and it will be on their website. Okay, 
So why should voters use rankings? So with ranked choice voting, voters have more choices and more power because now we have the option to rank up to five candidates. So even if your favorite candidate doesn't win, you still have a say in who is elected. Another reason why we should use rankings is that we can vote our conscience without worrying we're wasting our vote or voting for someone we don't necessarily support. And lastly, ranking a second, third, fourth, or fifth choice will never hurt your favorite candidate because they are your backups and they only come into play if your first choice candidate is eliminated and so on and so forth. So we will, for example, we will only look at your third choice, your third choice ranking if and only if your first and your second choice candidates are eliminated. Okay. So here are some frequently asked questions. How many candidates do I rank? So you can rank up to five candidates, as many or as few as you'd like. It is completely up to you. Do I have to use all five rankings? This is very similar to the previous question, but no, you don't have to use all five rankings. You can rank four, two, you can still rank one. If you only have one candidate you really like in the race, then just rank that one person. You still have that choice. Never vote for someone you hate. Never vote for someone you don't want to see in office. But the advantage with using ranked choice voting is that you still have a say in who gets elected. So if you only rank one person and that person is eliminated, your ballot will be exhausted and you won't be able to transfer your vote to another candidate. Can I rank a candidate more than once? Yes, you can but it doesn't help your favorite candidate at all. So I can um, demonstrate that. So this is our rankthevotenyc.org website, and down here we have a sample ballot where you can kind of test the different scenarios and explains what your ballot means. So let's say I really like Mr. Chips. I want him to be my next mayor. I'm gonna rank him all five times. You test the ballot. The ballot machine reads it as ranking Mr. Chips once in the first choice ranking. So the reason why is that this ballot has a duplicate ranking, only the highest ranking will be counted and all the lower rankings will be ignored. So it does not help your favorite candidate if you rank them more than once because ranked choice voting is not five votes. You're not voting five times. It is still just one vote. The only difference is that now your vote can transfer to your ranked candidates. Okay. Does it hurt my favorite candidate to have a second choice? No, because your second, third, fourth, and fifth choices only come into play if your favorite candidate is eliminated. So again, they are just your backups and they don't influence or affect your favorite candidate at all. Okay. So are there any questions or is there anything that you would like me to clarify? Uh, I think for basically some people might be confused when they get to the polls and then they fill out the wrong bubble for their candidates, right? And then they end up invalidating their entire ballot. Um, what ways, you know, other than, you know, forums like these online uh, is Rank the Vote NYC or the city doing in order to educate uh, voters and not just English speaking ones, but also uh, non-English speaking ones? 
Yeah, yeah. So Rank the Vote, the Board of Elections, Campaign Finance Board, Democracy NYC, um, and a lot of other organizations, we have all been doing trainings in multiple languages to really educate um, voters about the new voting system. And um, even if voters are confused or they don't know um, about this new system, when they do go to the polling sites, the polling sites will have instructions. You'll even receive an instruction card um, when you get you know, your ballot in the envelope. So there'll be a lot of instructions and diagrams at the polling site. So even if you don't, if you've never heard about ranked choice voting, when you go to the polling site, you will. And of course you can um, ask questions um, to, for, to the poll workers. And if you do make a mistake uh, and you vote in person, the ballot machine will read it as like, oh, it's invalidated. And you have three times, you have three tries to redo your ballot. Um, the only thing is that when you, if you're gonna vote absentee, you need to know that you made a mistake and you have to notify the BOE and that's the only way you could redo your absentee ballot. So that's the only difference with voting in person and voting absentee. In person, the ballot machine will let you know if it's invalidated, but for absentee, you would have to know that you made a mistake and you would have to notify the Board of Elections yourself. Um, and even if you do um, vote absentee, there's also going to be instructions. So either way, there will um, people will know how ranked choice voting works and how you can vote. Great, thank you. Are there any other questions? Oh, do you have uh, more slides uh, for the presentation? Oh, I just have like two more slides. <laughs> okay, you can continue, thanks. Okay, so this is just a summary of ranked choice voting. Um, this is usually the pitch that I use to talk to my friends and family about the new voting system. So what I usually say is, now we have the option to rank up to five candidates in our local primary and special elections for mayor, comptroller, public advocate, borough president, and city council. But if you still wanna vote for just one person, you can. But the advantage of using rankings is that now we don't have to worry about wasting our vote, accidentally help elect someone we don't necessarily support, vote splitting, and someone being elected with less than a majority. And here is our contact information, um, the, our website, and if you need another training or if you know an organization or someone that needs a training, you can let us know and we'll set that up. Um, and also our social media is there. Um, and today, tonight at 6 p.m., I'm actually gonna be doing a Mandarin training uh, with YWCA. Um, I can send Anthony the, the link, but this is the registration. And tomorrow, um, I'm also going to be doing a uh, Mandarin and Cantonese training with CPC and City Council member Peter Ku. And I'll also send Anthony the, the registration link. But yeah, if there are any other questions, um, please let me know or you can email me. 
in general, during these workshops that you have been doing, what is the main questions non-English speakers usually have? Um, it's mostly like, who do, who do I vote for? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or like who is even running? Because there are just so many candidates. And um, I, I know the BOE is going to send out a voter guide soon, but I haven't received one yet, and a lot of um, a lot of Chinese voters who, you know, are don't speak English. They want to know who's running before they, you know, vote. And sometimes it's hard to know who all the candidates are and what they stand for, without having some sort of guide. Um, and rank to vote, we're just an education um, organization. We can't tell people who to vote for or have this guide, but. We, that's why we partner with CPC or Minquan because they provide um, a more, like a, a more in-depth voter guide that's nonpartisan. Sure. Well, actually, I um, signed up to receive my absentee ballot, and I, I actually don't know who to choose in terms of the other positions. And for this workshop, uh, you know, I, I just learned that uh, for the DA, right, Manhattan DA, there's there's a whole bunch of choices, but actually they're not going to be part of the ranked choice voting. So yeah. that's something I just learned today. Yeah, yeah. For DA, it's it's um, it's still regular voting. <laughs> you mentioned earlier uh, regarding exhausted votes. The mayor, I believe, yesterday did encourage folks to rank more than one person in the upcoming election. Um, I believe there was a special election recently that did use ranked choice voting. Uh, do you happen to know how that went? Did it go smoothly? Yeah. Um, so there were three special elections. There was there was one in February and there were two in March. They all went well. Um, and, you know, those were the first people who, you know, used ranked choice voting for the first time. And I believe it was like 75% of the voters who who voted in the special elections, they all understood ranked choice voting and thought it was easy to do, <laughs> even though they may have not heard of it um, before they went to the, um, the polling site. I see. Um, do you happen to know how long it took to count? So for the special elections, it was a hand count. So what's different for the primaries in June, it's um, the BOE approved a software where it will automatically you know, count all the rounds. So we will automatically know who the winner is after all the absentee ballots are counted. Okay. So it won't, um, so yeah, so ranked choice voting won't delay the results. The only thing that would take a while is counting all of the mail-in ballots. Okay, so definitely we should be receiving some results the evening of. Yes, yes. Okay. Just wanna thank Erica again for her wonderful presentation. I hope everybody is more informed about ranked choice voting. Um, I'll be sending out the links that she mentioned. If you're interested in sharing it with your friends and colleagues about the other presentation she's doing this evening in Mandarin and also uh, tomorrow evening's uh, presentation as well uh, with CPC and uh, the council member's office. Uh, as Erica mentioned earlier on, uh, early voting begins June 12th to the 20th. Uh, if you wanna head out to the polls earlier, please, you can do so. Uh, you can also order your absentee ballot by June 15th. 
uh, and then for attendees attending our workshop today who are interested in educational resources to teach Asian American history and anti-racism in the classroom or the, your community, uh, we have an extensive list available online under publications, CUNY form within the learning resources section of Corona Conversations. Uh, so I want to thank Erica once again. Thank you very much for spending your afternoon with us to inform us about ranked choice voting. Uh, thank you everyone for joining us this afternoon. Stay healthy, get vaccinated, and be upstander in, if you see a fellow person in need. And enjoy the rest of your afternoon and be sure to vote on June 22nd or earlier. Yeah. Have, a good, have a good day, Erica. Thank you.